Subscribe to this podcast and more at skidmore.substack.com. This bonus episode is an interview I did with my buddy Steve Hartline on 101.3 The Buzz from back home in Cleveland, Tennessee. We talk about the darkness rolled over her, five coffees in a book, and why a way to make friends for life is needed now more than ever. Enjoy and share, and remember to get the free short story at fivecoffeesinabook.com. All right, we are uh, here on Talk 101.3 The Buzz, and I'm joined by a longtime friend of mine, a man who I uh, actually graduated from high school with, Paul Skidmore, who is, uh, I believe, in Murfreesboro uh, today. Paul, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well, Steve. Good to hear your voice. Well, it's uh, great to uh, great to speak with you. And first of all, Paul, tell us a little about yourself, and then we're going to talk about this new book you have out. Well, my background is in filmmaking. And uh, I've been working on some uh, freelance film and video projects over the last few years, uh, produced and directed some short films, worked on some feature length projects. I've helped a lot of other people do um, projects for for themselves. And uh, I just really wanted to create some things that were some of the stories that had been in the back of my mind for a while. And so a couple of years ago, I got into um, publishing them as short stories. And so my first one was called Kindling. And it was about 36 pages. It was super short, but it was an idea that I'd had for about 10 years. And that was received really well. And I realized, you know, films take a lot of money to get off the ground and produce. But these books, you know, I can do this eating a donut and drinking a cup of coffee at, at night and not spend a lot of time or money or effort and, and still get them done and get them out there. And uh, so I started looking for stories that I could quickly turn into the published short stories. And one of those uh, became The Darkness Rolled Over Her which is a short story about suicide, hope, and fly fishing. And uh, it began as just a, an idea of something that, that uh, my dad was involved in, uh, took the, the nugget of the experience that he had, turned it into a, a, a completely fictional but, but fully fleshed out story, and really started kind of falling in love with the story. And once I saw that it was going to be in the realm of uh, suicide, suicide prevention, that sort of thing. I started doing some research and reaching out to different people in that community. I learned a lot, um, really started to really affect me emotionally. And I realized that I had something pretty important on my hands. And so since the release, we've uh, worked out uh, some little mini book clubs where people can read the book together and talk about it. And um, I think a lot of us, if we were to uh, have a friend approach us in a time of emotional distress, we wouldn't really know how to react or what to do. And because of that, we tend to not do anything or we tend to avoid those situations. But I think if we just had a little bit of modeling for uh, what might be some healthy things to do, we would be more confident in, in, in some of the interactions and we would actually build relationships rather than avoid them. So the book shows kind of models uh, some behavior that uh, you can replicate, some things that you can say and ask. And then the book clubs, the five coffees in a book, the book clubs discussing the book, uh, build relationships with people face-to-face so that they have a place that they can share some of the things that they're struggling with with somebody else and realize that they're not alone and receive some encouragement. So for the past few months, I've just been trying to let as many people know about the story as possible, try and get people to start uh, five coffees in a book groups, and one way that I'm doing that is I'm 
trying to give away 100,000 copies of the story. So the ebook is available for free at fivecoffeesinabook.com and people can go there and get the ebook for free. They can get the discussion guide for free and they can share it with other people. And I think that it's a it's a short, it's an enjoyable read. I know the subject matter sounds like it's it's heavy, but the the character relationships are warm and there there are many light parts to the story as well. And it's a short, enjoyable read. Reads more like a movie than like a book. And it's uh, a really great springboard for conversation for talking about with with uh, some friends. The discussion guide is simple, easy, fun. It's an easy way to talk about hard things and you'll make friends for life. So this is the drum that I'm beating over the last couple of months. My friend uh, Paul Skidmore joins us here uh, today uh, from Murfreesboro. And uh, Paul has written, uh, as he said, uh, the book, The Darkness Rolled Over Her, but Five Coffees and a Book at uh, fivecoffeesandabook.com. And Paul, you think about the time we're in right now, uh, when depression is at an all-time high, the use of uh, uh, antidepressant medication is at an all-time high, and a lot of that because of the pandemic and uh, numerous things, but especially right now. Uh, speak to that, the, the time in which we're in. It seems like what you're doing here is very timely. Yeah. So um, after decades of declining suicide rates, um, we started seeing them increasing since about 2007. So <clears throat> between 2007 and, and 2018, there was a uh, over 30% uh, rise in suicides in the U S and between ages 10 to 24, it was a 57% rise. And uh, between ages 10 and I think it's 18, it's more like 78% or something like that. It's really an epidemic and it's worse the younger you get. And uh, as you mentioned, the current pandemic has just exacerbated that, that already existing problem, that already growing problem to the point where places like um, Cook County, Illinois, uh, Fresno, California, they're reporting uh, suicide rates uh, in some places, 70% higher than the same time last year. Um, the National Alliance on Mental Illness Helpline, which is not a crisis line, but uh, even so, it's seen a 65% increase in calls and emails since March. And so one of the things that um, th there's many reasons why people would get to a depressed place where they are having harmful thoughts or destructive thoughts. And, and so there, there need to be just as varied number of, of treatments. But one thing that's kind of common in, in every situation is you, you get isolated and you feel isolated and you have a lot of internal thoughts that you don't want to share and you don't have a place to share and you, you think people won't receive those, which causes you to draw, draw away even more and become more isolated. And it's, and it's just sort of this uh, feedback, you know, negative feedback problem. And that's actually one of the things that the book addresses. And then we address directly with the five coffees in a book. The whole point of five coffees in a book is that you would get together with somebody, you know, and talk about it and provide that safe place. And many people aren't comfortable getting together, even in a parking lot or something like that, to have coffee with somebody. I understand that you can uh, do it over the phone. You can do it over you know, Zoom, Skype and FaceTime and those kinds of things. Uh, I'm very thankful that we live in a time when uh, our technology can connect us. But it's also uh, it's hard to notice. It's, it's, it's hard to ignore that the suicide rates really began climbing 
starting around 2007, which is the year the, the iPhone came out. You know, it's the the age of the smartphone. We're the most connected we've ever been. Now, correlation is not necessarily causation, but you know, we live in this society where we're the most connected we've ever been at a technical level. But you know, as you as you pointed out, with with uh, depression and and its, and its treatments at an all time high, we we may be connected technically, but we're the most disconnected socially. And um, you know, this thing that we call social media. Um, may actually be driving us away from each other rather than bringing us together. So five coffees in a book is a way to bring us together and create real relationships and begin talking about things that matter. Like I said, anybody that's that's in, in any kind of depression or having harmful thoughts is going to need varied treatment. But one thing everyone needs is to uh, have friends who love them that they can count on, that they can talk to, that they can be vulnerable with, that they that they have a good, close relationship with. So that that's what we're hoping to create here. Joined by uh, Paul Skidmore, fivecoffeesandbook.com. You, uh, you hit on uh, something uh, very interesting, and that is, although we are more connected than ever, uh, we are more, it seems, actually disconnected in a real way. Um, and, I, and I wonder, Paul... Are, are we losing the art of conversation? Has technology, I, I don't want to say dumbed us down to the point, but has it, uh, the, 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 you know, being able to text, being able to call, being able, uh, of course, uh, social media? I mean, where are we as a society uh, just from that standpoint? So every technology, um, well, pretty much every technology is sort of morally neutral. So, you know, the alphabet is a technology, if you think about it, and, you know, it had to be invented and created at some point. It's got a use that you can put it to, and you can use the alphabet to, um, you know, to write Shakespeare. You can use the, the alphabet to, to write hate mail and nasty YouTube comments, right? Uh, it's the same alphabet. So <clears throat> technology is really the, is, is all kind of the same in that regard in that, you know, look at television. There's many wonderful things that come from television. We're exposed to lots of cultures and ideas that we would never be exposed to in a lot of the small towns that we may live in. But you know, sometimes the negative side of that is we're exposed to a lot of other things we wouldn't want to be exposed to, or we're exposed to slanted views on things that we end up believing. In. And so social media really is kind of the same way. I mean, I love social media. I, I, I went to film school in North Carolina. A lot of my friends live in Los Angeles. Uh, you know, I'm from uh, Cleveland, but I live in another town. I lived in Memphis for a long time. I no longer live there. And so to be able to keep up with all of my close friends, having things like social media where I can see pictures of their families and stuff like that, it's a very good thing. But there has to be an intent on my part to maintain those relationships. Just seeing their pictures on Facebook doesn't mean that we actually have a relationship. You know, I may think in my mind that we do, but if they don't ever hear from me when things are going tough or if I'm only seeing the good things on their page, not realizing that they're really struggling with some stuff that they don't want to talk about publicly, then then am I really being a good friend? And so that's the thing that I really love about five coffees in a book is that we've made it very easy to be intentional and proactive in in healthy, strong relationships. It's it you know it's not a, a super deep thing. It's not a super complicated thing. You don't have to be a counselor. You don't have to be a group leader or a teacher to be able to do it. We've got questions laid out for you. Uh, so that you can use the book as a springboard for conversation. 
ultimately, I don't even care if you read the book and or, you know, and, and go through the questions and all that, as long as you're sitting face to face with other people, because I think it's the real genuine relationships that are going to um, sort of bind us together and keep us together. But we have to be intentional uh, about doing that. And we have to remind each other to be intentional about doing it. And it's got to be socially acceptable to do it. If it's socially acceptable to annoy, uh, to, to ignore people who are um, difficult to deal with or in a difficult place in life, then those people are going to get left out. They're going to feel isolated and they're going to, they're, they're going to find themselves farther in darkness. But if it's socially uh, uh, acceptable and socially applauded that we bring light into every place that we go, that we shine light into every dark corner that we can, then that's what people are going to choose to do more and more, but they have to, you know, they have to see it modeled. So I'm hoping the book will model that and some of the characters and that five coffees in a book will make that possible uh, in practice uh, for people to be able to, 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 to share with people that they love. We're joined by uh, Paul Skidmore. Uh, Paul, that's also a September as we talk here is National uh, Suicide Prevention Month, and it's a very uh, timely uh, uh, occasion to talk about this. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I try, try to talk about it all year long, but September provides a, a unique opportunity because there are lots of minds focused on the idea since it is National Suicide Prevention Month. And, um, you know, the, the, the book deals with suicide, but I should say all of us experience some kind of isolation or depression or loneliness or anxiety at some point in our lives. And so while the book uh, deals specifically with a character who is uh, determined to take her own life, and uh, which you, you read in the opening sentences of the book, the principles at work still apply to those of us that deal with day-to-day um, -day depression or um, isolation, loneliness, those kinds of things. The main character, Gwen, as I said, you find out in the early sentences of the book, she's decided to take her own life. But she had committed to go on a fly fishing retreat with some friends. So she figures, you know, this will be sort of a, 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 a good last thing to do is see these people. And then I'll come home from the retreat and do what I've committed to. But on the fly fishing retreat, she's connected with a man named Roy, who is her fly fishing guide. And Roy starts to kind of challenge some of the thinking that she's had. And Roy's, he kind of is, ends up being a mentor figure. And so you, you see some of that, those good questions and some of that um, time that he spends and, and some of the boldness that he has, you see that modeled in Roy. And there's another young woman that's on the trip. It's about, she's about, uh, she's in her twenties. She's about half the age of Gwen. Her name is Sam. Gwen sees Sam and sees that Sam is, is probably where Gwen was when Gwen was her age. And so Gwen has a lot of empathy for Sam and wishes that she could do something to help Sam. And so that motivates some of um, Gwen's thinking and, and some of her actions in the story. And so when you sit down to do five coffees in a book, that's what you end up talking about is th those three things. The first week, it's a five-week thing. It's the five coffees. So the first week, you um, just kind of chat and, and enjoy each other's company and get to know each other and then show where to download the book. Again, you can download the book for free at fivecoffeesinabook.com. So everybody reads the book. Week two, you come back, you talk about the book. Week three, you come back and you talk about Roy and you talk about mentors and the mentors that you've had in your life. Week four, you talk about Gwen and her story and whether or not it changed and, and why it did or didn't change. 
And it gives you the opportunity to maybe share some of your own story as well. Week five, you talk about Sam and you talk about people, you know, that could use some encouragement and um, and you encourage each other to, to, to be encouraging to those people. And that's the five weeks. <clears throat> it's super simple. Goes through the book in a in a fun way, in a way that you'll make friends for life with the people that you're talking to, and it's just a really easy way to talk about hard things. After I put the book out, I talked with a couple of friends that that read it, and they they came and confided in me, "Hey, I, I I deal with some of these things too," and it was very refreshing to see that someone else could articulate that in a way that it you know that I understood it. And I don't think they would have shared that with me had I not put the story out there. And as we talked, I would share some of my things as well, things that I probably wouldn't have shared, except they were open and vulnerable with me. And anytime either of us felt uncomfortable sharing our own personal things, we, we always had the book to kind of fall back on. So we could always say, well, it's kind of like in the book where, you know, and so the book becomes both kind of a safety net and a foil and allowed us to really have an open discussion. And that's the whole idea behind the five coffees in a book is that people can have these safe, vulnerable discussions in a, in a, in a private and confidential environment that uh, fosters real relationship where people can encourage each other and look out for one another. Because if we don't, if we don't have that, then um, I'm not sure what we have. Well, that is uh, so true and such a, a great reminder. Uh, Paul Skidmore, my longtime friend, as I said in the beginning, uh, we went to uh, Cleveland High School together and uh, graduated together. And I, I'm just so proud, Paul, that you would uh, take your time and your talent and use it for what is just such a wonderful purpose, I think, and, and that is to encourage people and remind people. Some of this is, is, is what one would say, a throwback to uh, uh, the, the power of relationship, the power of, uh, of caring about each other. They seem like old values, but I think they're as relevant today as ever because, my goodness, Paul, we're all human beings. We all have heartstrings. Maybe some of the gadgets and the and the the media, that sort of thing. Some of those have ch technologies change. We're still people, and we still need these relationships. One hundred percent, absolutely agree. All right, Paul, remind us where they can uh, download the book. Five coffees in a book dot com. You can get the ebook for free. You can get the discussion guide for free. The discussion guide is also on our Facebook page and also on our Instagram. It's kind of fun on Instagram because you just kind of swipe through the pages and swipe through the questions. So that's a fun way for people to uh, read along and share. And uh, you can also, if you prefer a paperback, you can get those on Amazon. And my other stories are on Amazon and Apple Books as a paperback and ebook uh, e as well. Paul Skidmore, Paul, uh, thank you uh, so much for joining us today and keep us updated on, on your progress and how things go. I appreciate it, Steve. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. All right, but anytime, our friend uh, Paul Skidmore again, fivecoffeesandabook.com. Sketches from Scripture is a production of Parabolos, the production company of author and filmmaker Paul Andrew Skidmore. Subscribe to this podcast and more at skidmore.substack.com.